Mar marriage is a God thing. So you're about to get some real answers for real marital issues. We ain't sugarcoating none. <laughs> we are married, married for real. real. people come on man come on man, come on here how y'all feeling out here on this good saturday it's a saturday yes is it yes. saturday this is a different um <laughs> wow we normally come on on fridays but right. we had to pop in on a saturday today right, right. we have been extremely busy this week but how y'all doing out here what's up y'all <laughs> what's happening it's saturday yes. guess what that means y'all supposed to have rest we're rested we had to switch up a little things. We stopped um, doing lives on Friday. We, you, you never know now. We might pop up still you on Friday know. You never know. and do some lives. But we on here on Saturday because we figure most people are off on Saturday, yeah, right? Yeah, so we're going to see how this works. We're going to see how it works. And then plus our schedules, man, we we getting pulled and pulled all yes. around the place. Oh so it kind of prevents us to do Fridays. So we, I think fr Saturdays might be better, right? What y'all think? What y'all think? Y'all let us know. Or maybe an evening uh, during the week or something. But we're trying out these Saturdays. We're going to see how this works. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead and post y'all city. Go ahead and tag your Y'all know spouse. what to do. Share this video. Come on now. Let's go ahead and get it out here. It is going to be an amazing message because we're in a new series. We're in a new series. Yes, yes. And I'm so excited. We hope y'all excited. <laughs> this series is something that we, we, you know, definitely that is needed in marriage because we know that a lot of people is having some issues in their communication. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They can't talk. It's like it's mm. hard to talk. Yeah, so, lonely, lonely. You married, but you lonely. Come, come on, y'all. Y'all just get now. ready. Y'all are in for a treat. But I want to go ahead and holler at some people I see in here. Where y'all from? Miriam, I see your girlfriend. What it do, what it what's do. What's up, what's up? Brittany Hamilton. Hey, honey. Samaria, Samara Pierce. What's, what's up, up with your girlfriend? What's happening, y'all? Andrea from St. Louis. Ashley Louis. Townsend. Come on now. <laughs> Where y'all from? Y'all, while y'all doing this, share the stuff, share the video to the clubs, uh, any kind of um, groups and stuff that you with. Tag your spouse. Tag everybody, man, because we want to see everybody up in the building. Mm -hmm. Who else is here? Tracy Logan. What's happening, Tracy? Hey, Tracy. What's going on, man? Ray Hines from Wisconsin. I see you, Bubba. What's going we on? We see y'all, man. Tyree, Nigeria Falls, New York. What's happening, hey, NYC? Hey, hey. Come on now. Yeah, Arnessa Johnson. She said, I was wondering what was going on. I like Saturdays and or evenings. All right. Thank you. Thank you for your feedback. Saturdays and evening. Y'all tell us what's happening because, you know, we want we want to we want to kind of um, be we want it to be beneficial to a lot of people. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Yes, yes, we, yes. We want y'all to get it, all right? Maribel from Las Vegas, what it do, honey? Abby Monroe, what's up with you? What's up with you? Emma Ward, Ashley Jig Jiggets, what's, what's up, up, girl? Man, y'all out here. Y'all from all over. Thank y'all so much for kicking it with us on this Saturday. Bill Thomas, uh, Beyondra from Atlanta, Kiana. Man, y'all out here from Miss, uh, Missouri. What's up? What's up? What's up? So I think I think we about to get into this thing. Yeah, let's get it started. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Y'all ready? ready? I'm ready, baby. All right, y'all. Check this out. Um, this this whole topic of to, of this month right here of the month of March is going to be untangled. Yes, yes. What yes. we talking about is about how 
how can we get our conversation and our connection is in particularly with our communication yeah, yeah, untangled, yeah. detangled. Yeah. Because sometimes we get our wires crossed. Yeah, so we want to talk about how to learn healthy communication and marriage. That is what we're going to be talking about for the entire month of March. Last month in February, we talked about the unbreakable bond. Yep. We talked about intimacy, yep. how to get close to your spouse. Yep. But now we're going to be talking about communication this month because unfortunately... That's why you're not intimate because you don't you're not having conversations, you're not nope. talking with one another. You ain't talking and then even when you are talking, it's like it seemed like we always get into arguments. We can't talk about we can't talk reasonably with each other and it seems like just like the connection is lost. So how can we really connect? How can we get together? How can we speak? Right, right. So for those of you who are new on here, um if you are listening via podcast or YouTube or Facebook, I am Christina. This is my amazing husband Latroy. <laughs> together we are married for real. We have an anniversary coming up next month, which will be 19 years married. Come so on now. We, our goal through Married For Real is to aid in the healing and rebuilding of broken marriages all over the world. So that is why we come on live. We just want to share biblical and practical knowledge about marriage. So today's topic. Yeah. Today's topic is Uh (laughs) we're together, but alone. Mm -hmm. We're together, but alone. Man, we mentor we have sessions like with a lot hundreds of couples and this is a problem it's a big problem this is a major problem in marriages but right it's now. All, it's like an oxymoron like how is it even possible to be together with somebody but mm-hmm. you're still feeling alone you're it's still real. feeling like yeah you know we're i'm in this house to uh just by myself I'm on yeah. you know we got we got family we got kids yeah that yeah. we taking care of we're not talking we're walking by each other like we're strangers right like right. We're, we're always arguing so why do i feel alone in the marriage you mm-hmm, know what i'm saying mm-hmm. why why can't i talk to you before we started off as friends but as friends but now it seems like i don't know you i don't even know you come on y'all i'm alone in this marriage some of y'all are saying that right now is that mm-hmm. I'm, I'm alone i feel like you know I'm, I'm the only one that's all into the marriage i'm right, trying i'm right, working on it right i'm willing to do anything mm-hmm. but it seemed like gosh What's happening? What is happening? You ain't here with me. Yeah. And so whether you all know it or not, even if you don't speak verbally to your spouse, you're still co- you're still communicating something to them. My God. You see what I'm saying? Because communication is not just verbal. Wow. Communication is not only verbal. Baby, say that. <laughs> your, yeah. Your nonverbal communication. That says a lot. Affects the way we verbally communicate with one lot. another. Come on now. Your actions, the things that you do or the things that you don't do. Come on now. You see what I'm saying? It impacts the verbal communication. And unfortunately, if we're not having daily conversation, how can we ever be intimate? How can our marriage ever grow? It's almost impossible. Yeah. So it's stunning the growth in the marriage, it the is. communication issues. It yeah. is. It is. That's so powerful, babe. That's so powerful because I want to I want to reiterate what you said because some people think that you you only communicate through vocals. If I'm mm-hmm. telling you I mm-hmm. love you and and that's that you know I I'm talking to you that they think that that's the only form of communication. Right, not but so. your body language speaks to me. Right, come on, babe. What, All day. What you do to me speaks to me. Yeah. You know, you can't tell me that you love me, but then then you never around you never around come on through and so let me tell y'all something man one of the greatest benefits of marriage that i know we love about our marriage is companionship come on 
We love companionship. We love that we can have fun together. We can play together. We can weep together. Come we on. can cry together. On, we laugh. Come on through, y'all. But what happens when you're married, but you still feel alone? You don't have nobody to talk to when you're going through things. Come on, babe. When you're having ups and downs in your, your regular life. Come on. Your outside life, the, at, at the job, you know, in, on your, in your business. Come on. What happens, you know, when you can't even talk to your spouse and enjoy life with them? Come on. That's lonely. That's not what God. That's not what God's intention for marriage is all about. So these feelings of loneliness are impacting the way we verbally communicate with our spouse. So what we want to do right now, y'all, we want to take a look at three areas that may be hindering the flow of communication with our spouse. So what's stopping it? What's what's hindering it? Mm-hmm. What's causing me to feel lonely? Right, right, right. You know, some of y'all. I see some of the comments, man. If 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 this is something for you, man, let, I see y'all comments, man. Somebody said, OMG, yes. yes. Trina. Yes, yes. Richard, man, said, yes, I need help. Man. You know what I'm saying? And let we've me, been here, and that's why we're we've talking been about this. Because we've, been, we've been through this cycle. Big time. A crazy cycle Big of time. like, man, why are we always bumping heads? This all we, we're good this week. The next week, we're getting into an argument. And so it came to a point where we were like, maybe we're just not supposed to be together. Come on now. Let your, the, the bad communication problems that we were having in our marriage was making us believe that we just wasn't supposed to be together because communication takes skills. It takes so it much takes skills. skills. Yeah. And so we want to walk y'all through these steps of what what is causing it now, you know? So let's jump right into it. Number one is that... You might be saying to your spouse, you are too busy for me. You're just too busy. How can our marriage grow if you're never around? You ain't never you're here. never home. And even when you are physically here, you're not emotionally connected to me. You're in your own world, in your own space. When I come around, you act like you don't even want me around. Come on now. You see what I'm saying? And so it's hard to properly communicate when you're in a marriage that's lonely. Yeah. you know what i'm saying and so let me give you an example yeah the the issues that we're finding is some spouses you you have to travel okay you're you might be a on the road truck driver you might be in the military um you you know things of that nature but the issue is that you have to find a way to include your spouse that's that part in your day-to-day life that part right there you know what I'm saying? You can't just put your marriage on autopilot and say whenever I get home or whatever, we'll get together or we'll communicate. You have to call them, FaceTime them. You have to be intentional. You know what I'm saying? About setting aside time. So you can't just be too busy. Your marriage has to be first place. And expect, you can't be busy and expect your connection within, within your communication to be, you know, all to part, yeah, part, you know what I'm no, saying? Yeah. You got to be intentional about um, if you are in one of those away jobs where you're constantly right. busy. You got to do what you got to do. We and, get it. And that's it. We're not trying to be legalistic. Right. But in those times, you really got to judge yourself and ask yourself, what's more important now? Is it me making this money more important than my relationship? I'm just saying. You know, because you, this is where you got to put your priorities in line because we're talking about 
untangling yes, the communication between on. you and your spouse. Yes, babe. So yes. how do you detangle it? You know, you sometimes you might have to step out and get another job because it's causing an issue in our marriage. Right. That's right. It's That's causing right. us to be feel disconnected. Yeah. And actually, I mean, to be quite frank, some, especially with men, some jobs that you're with, they aren't good for your spiritual life because it's causing you, it's bringing a lot of temptation to you. Ooh, all of that. I was in one of those places, right? That's exactly what happened in our marriage. You know, um, there was a situation just for some transparency yeah. where I felt that you were too busy for me. You know right. what I'm saying? You had gotten a different, you had gotten, uh, you accepted this role at yep. this company and yep. it required a whole lot of your time. Yep. And I wasn't with it. Yep. I wasn't with it because technically, you know, I had a job already. Yep. And so it wasn't even about money because yep. your what you were making was extra. Right. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. we didn't even need it. It was just so we had a lot of money, right. but our marriage was wrecked. It was being wrecked. Our marriage was wrecked. And and there were times you would come in at 4 a.m. and yep. I hadn't seen you all day. And I'm like And that messed up the communication. Yes. It was hard to talk. <laughs> Because it was like we were in the house with with two strangers. We were strangers in the house. We didn't know where to. How do, how do we even start a conversation? How do we even speak? You know, and especially when a person's a, a, um person's mindset is outside the marriage already, where they don't want you to come into their life. All of that, all of that. Oh my and God. so, how many of you feel excluded from a part of your spouse's life? Mm. You're excluded from their career, from their coming. business, from their hobbies. They may have other relationships that you're not a part of Ooh. and you feel excluded. You know, some of you may uh, be in a marriage where there's even outside children, yeah. you know, where your spouse has children from a previous relationship yeah. and they don't include you yeah. in the decisions Major. Th in, that that's being made. And so Major. you just feel like. What are we, you know, am I married to you? Like, do I matter to you? Yep. Okay. And so what happens is there's a lot of couples that are feeling neglected yep. and ignored. That's so, oh my gosh. And they are telling you, but you think they're nagging. No, what your spouse is saying is, I want more of you. I want more of you. Man, you know what? It, it's so amazing that, you know, we were talking about this and while making the message, right? Um, we, we listened to one of our, um, mentors. We, he don't know he's a mentor, but we listened to one of our mentors <laughs> and he was actually talking about this experiment about, um, the babies, mm. babies being neglected. And they did an experiment to where they had like maybe five babies and three of the babies, they nurtured them, they touched them yep. and they took care of them. Then we, but there were two babies that they didn't touch. They fed them, mm. you know what I'm saying? They clothed them, mm. but they, they didn't touch them and, and you know what I'm saying? So it was... It was, I forgot the name of the experiment, but it was called the, um, Depriva deprivation, yeah, there or we something go. Like that. deprivation, deprivation, um, dwarfism. dwarfism, yeah, yeah. deprivation, dwarfism to where the babies that were less touched mm -hmm. wasn't growing, stunted their growth, it stunted their growth. Yeah. So because you and your spouse don't touch every Ooh, day through conversation God and through communicating, mm. You don't connect every day. Yes. It stunts your growth. Yes. You could be going through deprivation, um, dwarfism in your marriage. Wow. Look at that. That I mean, that's it's so true. Mm, you know and what I'm you saying? Wanna, you feel stuck. You're like, why aren't we going to the next level? What's going on with our marriage? Yeah. And so that's why this series this month is called Untangled. Because we're trying to get the wires, un 
you know, untangle so that you guys can grow yeah. in a healthy way. Yes. And we need touch. We need physical touch. We need emotional touch. Yeah. And it comes through communication. We're in a society that just don't want to communicate. At all. Everything can't be through a text message. At Come all. on now. At Everything all. cannot be through a text we, we message. We got to touch each other. And, yes. and in this case, when you communicate, mm. see, when we speak, because God created us just like him. Relational. He's, he's a speaking spirit. Yes. And so when we able to speak to each other, we're sharing our hearts with each other. Come on, babe. And that, this is the way that we grow yes. and, and, and move forward in our marriage. It's so, it's so detrimental that, man, you... you you definitely have to grow this uh, communication this part. This is major. And um, in this in this topic right now, we talk about being too busy. Sometimes you're too busy with your hobbies. That part. You can't put your hobbies before your spouse. Y'all don't have time to connect and conversate and share share your share your heart with each other. Yes. So what you have to do is find things that you can share. Find hobbies that you can share. Find a business or a ministry that you can share, that you can do something with your spouse with. You see, there's 24 hours in a day, and eight of that is probably sleeping. Yep. Eight of that is on someone's job. Come on now. What are you doing with the other, you know, remaining 24 hours? Come on You now. can't give to everybody else, and you give your spouse good morning and good night. <laughs> That's all they get? I don't want leftovers. Come on through. I want the best. I want your best. So the the main point of this is what you neglect will not grow. Will not grow. If you're neglecting your marriage, you won't grow. If you're neglecting your spouse, then that love for your spouse will not grow. You, you It's impossible to grow something that's being neglected. It's like a plant that you're trying to grow. If you're not watering that plant, it's impossible for that plant to grow. Yeah. So treat your marriage like a plant. Ooh, Water it. You got to feed it. Yes. You got to give it some light. The light, right. the light is conversation and That's communion right. with each other. That's right. You see babe. what I'm saying? So yeah. it's important. To stop the busyness and, mm. and begin to communicate, man. We can water, stick- water your grass, baby. Woo. So let's go to the word of God real quick. Let's go to Matthew chapter 15, verse Good. 8. Why? Because marriage is a God marriage thing. Marriage is a God thing. Let's see what the word of God has to say about this. Um, because when we don't spend enough time with our spouse, yeah. our, our time is actually our life. Good. Okay, so if you're not spending quality, undivided time with your spouse, if you're mm. not making sacrifices, mm. what you're really communicating to them is that I don't love you as much as I say I love Ooh. you. So Ooh. Matthew Ooh. chapter 15. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because see, this, this, we said this at the beginning, but you just said it again to remind me mm. what you're communicating to your spouse because communication is not only verbal. Yep. You're communicating to your spouse with your life if you don't want to spend time with them is that you don't love them the way that you say you love them. All of that. All right. Nonverbal. My God. And so Matthew chapter 15 verse 8 says, these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Come on, Jesus. Yeah, bro. I hear you say you love me. Man. But your heart is communicating something else because you're never around. You, you act uninterested. When I'm talking to you about my day, you're totally in la-la land. Ooh. You're not even engaged. You don't even ask me about my day. Ooh. Because when you really care about somebody, you want to get into them. Into me. Into them. That's true intimacy. Yes. Into me. See. Yes. So yes. it ain't all about the, the lip service. 
It's not about you telling me you love me and I want to be with you and my, you, you're you the, the apple of my eyes. All of that. You're communicating with... <laughs> how much time do you spend communicating? Because you're communicating with your time. Mm, and that's what God is saying to us. My that's what God. Jesus is saying in this scripture. You say you're a believer. You say you you're say a person of faith, but I see what you do. I, in your your lifestyle is communicating contrary. I hear what you tell me, but I watch what you show me. This is oh, this is the thing. This is the problem that's going on in yes. marriages because, and, and particularly, I, I'm hard on the men because a lot of men that just sometimes we get hard headed. Sometimes we uh, are less mature. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes the wives could come to you and say, "I need more time." You you seem like you don't. You don't love me, dude. Don't you want to spend time with me? Don't you right. hear my heart? Yes. I'm searching for you. I need more I of you. I need more of you. But sometimes we can be pig-headed as men because we're la- we're locked into our tunnel. Yeah. We have tunnel vision. Mm. But sometimes we need to stop, slow down, and begin to not only show our spouse or communicate our spouse with our mouths that yes. we love them, on, but babe. we got to communicate with our lives with our that lives. we love our spouse. Love not in word, but in deed. Jesus. That's another scripture. Um, even Jesus said in the book of John 15, there is no greater love than to lay down one's life for your brother. There's no greater love. So you you have to sacrifice. You might be tired. You may prefer to do something else. You may prefer to just sit by yourself. And granted, yes, we do need to have some me days. We we need that. That's healthy as well. But your marriage must be prioritized first. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, and I want to say this, man. We are going to get into some keys, some some steps and stuff like that to where you are... uh, can strategically um, communicate with with each other, ways to communicate, negative ways and good ways to communicate because we we got the whole month to do this. But right now we got to work on the inward part so that you are able to open up and actually um, be willing, number one, to communicate with your spouse. Yeah, we we want this to bring conviction today. Yeah, Just to get you to sit back and say, wait a minute, am I really giving my spouse the best of me? Am I really doing a hundred? Am I really doing all that I can do? You see what I'm saying? So we wanted to open up this series with just, you know, putting it out there. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Just putting it out there so that you can do a self-examination and say, you know, can I do better? Yeah. You know, and that's it. A- am I doing all that I can that's do it. to in- be intentional about that's growing it. our marriage? That's it. So now let's go to first Corinthians chapter seven. First Corinthians chapter seven, verse 34 and I'm sorry, 33 and 34 states, but a married man has to think about his earthly responsibilities and how to please his wife. Mm -hmm. His interests are divided in the same way. A woman who is no longer married or has never been married can be devoted to the Lord and holy in body and in spirit. All right. So if you single, all of your attention should be focused on God. Yep. But a married woman has to think about her earthly responsibilities uh-huh. and how to please her husband. Mm. This is the word of God. You see that in the word? This is the word of no, God. No, but I want you to make sure I want to make sure you see that. God's word is so <laughs> balanced. Because I love how he talked about the married man and the married woman. I ain't, 
I must have skimmed past the man part. <laughs> <laughs> Verse 34 talks about the married man. Right, In you. other words, he's saying you both should be pursuing each other. Come on. That's it. The pursuit should be mutual. Yeah. You it. can't have one spouse all in and you're uninterested. Yep. The, this scripture right here is basically saying both of you should be coming towards one another. Yep, that's it. Okay? That's it. So that's and what that's, that's way, about. And that's that's what you, that's where you have to start yeah. with communication. Yeah. So we're talking about this this heart issue in communication first. Yeah. But you got to start by two um, willing beings that are have the right heart towards each other, mm-hmm. and we don't we're not we're not coming with our biases. We're not coming with our preconceived notions. That's we're not right, coming man. to um, be right. All right. But All we're of com- it. We're coming with the heart filled filled with God, so I can hear from you. I love that. Bit. In communication. Mm-hmm. So, so that part was about uh, you're too busy for me, okay? Mm-hmm. As we talk about being in a marriage but feeling alone. Let's move to point two real quick, We're babe. moving. We're moving. Point two is you don't understand me. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. We're going in. We're going in. We're talking about understanding. God says in all you're getting... Get an understanding. Mm. How many times have you been communicating with your spouse? Yeah. And either they said to you mm-hmm. or you said to them, mm-hmm. you don't understand me. You're not understanding where I'm coming from. Well, I said, I, I've been saying that plenty of <laughs> times. But let me tell you. Put that so, finger down. God, Put healed, that finger. God answers prayers, y'all. God answers prayers. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, we have clashed so much on this part right here when it comes to understanding. Many couples feel like their spouses just do not understand. Maybe it's due to something that they're personally dealing with on their own. Because we go through individual issues. You see what I'm saying? What if you're individually going through a season of, let's say, depression or a season of... um, Illness or some type of health issue. Yeah. Okay. Disability. Yep. Um, a miscarriage. You, yes. you just recently lost a child or a family member, or yes. maybe you, you just got fired. You yes. know, as a man, that's going to attack your self esteem a little bit, and you, and you know, you want to talk to your your spouse, but you don't yep. think they would understand. Yeah. 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 You see what I'm saying? It is. And and see that that's one thing that can hinder the communication because. One reason why a lot of people in the marriage don't communicate with their spouse is because there may be some things that's hidden mm. that they don't feel comfortable about exposing. Mm-hmm. It may be some hurt that they don't want to um, talk about. Yeah. So that's why we, as on the opposite side of, of, of a spouse that may not be communicating, need to have that understanding yes. and do a little bit more probing. Come on. Do a little bit more yes. probing. You know, what, what is happening in the season of that person's life? Mm. Did they lose a loved one right. in their family? Did, like you said, did they lose a job? Yep. You know, because sometimes yep. I know with me, I would, I would feel reserved when I wasn't, you know, at my best or when I felt like I was a fa- I failed in something. Yeah. Yeah. So and I a lot a of reserve, men go through reserve. that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanted to keep to myself. So I wasn't as, you know, conversive yeah. as I used to be. You right. Know what I'm saying? Right. And then it showed, you know what I'm saying? But what you have to do in those seasons is probe that person, mm-hmm. have understanding, begin yeah. to ask questions, mm-hmm. 
um, and just love that person out of that season mm -hmm. until they open back up. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So we're talking about detangling. Detangling, Detangling man. You know. the communication in your mind. Where's the communication gap coming from? Mm -hmm. So there's a lot that you got to analyze. Um, within your marriage and within every situation that's going yep. on in your marriage, you got to look at it and yep. be mature about it. And and I love that you just said be mature about it because it's not just about you. It's it's, it's selfishness that comes in sometimes when, okay, because you may feel like, you know, wow, what's wrong with you? Why you don't ever talk to me? And you're getting an attitude when that person is just having a war going on on the inside of them. Yep. They're battling with something on the inside of them. And so you have to approach the situation yeah. by thinking the best of that person. Ooh. Thinking that, you know, okay, let me not think negative. Mm. Let me not think the worst. Mm. Let me not think uh, just about me and my feelings. What, what is my husband going through, baby? Maybe you're going through something. I, I, I got to admit, I do feel a little lonely. Yeah. I do feel a little neglected. Yeah, yeah. I feel abandoned right now yeah, because yeah. you're in your head. And right. I don't know where you at. Right. But... How are you doing, babe? That that part What's right there. What's going babe, on with you? I'm so glad that you said that because that that used to make me upset. Yes. And it wasn't often, but I would be going because I I would I'm the I'm the one that's always like, you know, I'm ready to go and you mm -hmm. know, not too much get me upset and down. But there there become a season where, you know, I was just was not in faith. Right. I might Come have been on. going through something. That part, yep. And yep. you know, um usually we encourage each other, but this time, you know, I, I you really needed somebody to talk to me and encourage me. Yep. And uh was a while back, but I remember I got so upset because mm -hmm. you know, I felt like I wasn't being understood yep. at that moment. I remember that. <laughs> and and I was like, Man, I just I need you to understand me and what I'm going through at this time. I'm reserved, I'm shut down, I'm just like going through right now. And I know I'm always usually happy and laughing yep, and yep, joking, yep. but right now I need a little, I need you to hold my hand. I need you needed to, talk. to be encouraged. And I, I was selfish at that moment. You know, I felt like. Did you, did you say that? <laughs> we got this recorded too. Yes, I was being a little selfish because I wanted my friend. I moment. wanted my husband. I wanted some attention. Yeah. I wanted you. Yeah. And I know you. And yeah, I know exactly. that that's not you. Exactly. And so you were in a, a moment, in, in a season, spot, you were right. very detached. Yeah. You know what I'm that's saying? It. And I can feel it because we're so close and yep. we're connected. Yep. And so when you were detached from me, I felt like I, like I was short-circuiting because yep. it wasn't a normal thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... Instead of me actually sitting down with you to right. figure out more deeply right. what was going on with you, mm -hmm. I had got a little attitude, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And like, that made me upset. Yeah. That made me upset. And <laughs> this could be a reason, this could be one of the things in your marriage that like, you know, I, don't you see what I'm going through? Stop thinking about yourself right now. Mm -hmm. Try to help me. I need for you to talk to me a little bit, mm -hmm. you know? When do I get a chance to be a little selfish? Right. <laughs> You know, right. so, but that was this one, that one season that we went through yeah. and, um, you know, and, yeah. and, um, this could be just some things that, mm -hmm. you know, you need to understand and just yeah. probe your spouse. Yeah. Stop being so selfish yeah. and, and understand what your spouse may be going through. That is through. so good. Prefer others, the Bible says, above yourself sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Think about what your spouse is going through. So many conflicts, you guys, happen due to a lack of understanding. Because mm. we actually, in that same season right there, got into a little argument. Oh, yeah. We, you, you see what I'm saying? We're about it, to throw down. A conflict can 
came up because yeah. I was being selfish. Yeah. And he felt that I was being selfish. Yeah. And so he came back at me like, wow, wow, all you care about is just. And I was like, no, all I'm mm-hmm. saying is I. But then at the same token, I wanted you to talk to me. To you, right. And, and so, that's what it was. Yeah. And that, but that, that's exactly what it was. It was communication. She wanted to communicate. Right. But then at that moment, I didn't feel like talking. Mm-hmm. I just, I was in my feelings because right. of the situation. It wasn't even her that caused the situation, but it was something that I was just going through internally. And, um, but I felt like she was being selfish and wouldn't let me have my moment. Right. And so that could be something, just understanding. Is your spouse understanding you or are you understanding your spouse? You know what I'm saying? Uh, Jonella, she said her, her spouse is too hard or too gangster to say what he's feeling. Yeah, a lot of men, you know, battle with vulnerability, you yeah. know, being open about, you know, the real deal yeah. feelings, but you... They, they feel less of a man. I was the same way. <laughs> I used to, you know, my gosh. <laughs> I was the same way. I came from wherever, you know, and um, God delivered me, but I used to be, you know, rough and a very abrasive and just real sharp. Didn't want to share my feelings too much. Yeah. Because I felt like that that was for weak men. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I, I, I felt that. But then I found out that real men really express themselves. They Ooh, express their feelings. Yes, Lord. You know, because if you keep that stuff inside, you're really damaging yourself That's right. internally. That's right. You know, depression mm-hmm. depression is just anger turned inwardly. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly it's depression what it is. turned inwardly. So you sitting in anger, I'm a man, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, why and, cry? <laughs> and that's why a lot of men have a challenge with worshiping the Father Ooh. and coming into an intimate place of worship with God because they don't want to feel vulnerable. They don't want to lift their hands and get into worship. So that same relationship, God is like, yeah, be vulnerable with me, but you need to be vulnerable with your wife too. You know, you're going to have to open up to her. You're going in order to have true intimacy. That's it. True intimacy. You're going to have to you drop gotta, that gangster you, you, you stuff. You got to get past, man. Look, I'm going to tell you, bro. Flat out. I'm gonna tell you, bro. I've been I've been one in one of the 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 realest situation. Me and Christina, we came out of one of the realest <laughs> neighborhoods. You know what I'm saying? So you talk about gangster on top of gangster, but then who who's more gangster than God? Jesus is the real. Listen, Jesus is the real gangster. And he he he, he he wept too. He listen. endured all the bruising. He endured all the and suffering. Listen. He endured everybody hit. Uh, you know just. The persecution, yes. But he took the cross like a gangster. He sure did. He was a man of yes, man. He did. Yes, you see what I'm did. saying? So I mean, be inspired by that. Ain't nobody more bold or more manly than Jesus. Ooh, we. <laughs> was that sexy? I love that. Ooh. You gonna give me a kiss? We're keeping the PG. Okay. The PG. Anywho, that is PG. <laughs> Kissing is for married people. Good. All right, so. <laughs> Let's go to the word of God real quick. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 18, verse 2. Good. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 2 states, Fools have no interest in understanding. They only want to air their own opinions. I didn't say it. The word of God said it. The Bible said you a fool. If you don't care to understand what your spouse is going through. You're Jeez. a fool if you have no interest in what's going on with your spouse. If mm. all you care about is getting your point across, mm. come on. That is selfishness. Me, that is me, foolishness. Me. me. <laughs> I want to talk to you because I have my needs. Yeah. It's about me. What I want. 
But I'm never focusing on what you want. What you want. And let me tell y'all, this is going to require us to lean into the Holy Spirit. You're going to have to lean like in. Lean in. Lean in. <laughs> To the Holy Spirit because he shows you how to be loving and caring and kind and have self-control and patient. He shows you because naturally we're naughty by nature. And this could could be very, the the reason why your spouse may not even want to talk. Listen. Because the conversations are always one-sided. One-sided. You might be having one-sided conversations. Yep. You know, if if it if it touches you, just say ouch and move on and make that correction. <laughs> because this could be what it is, you know. Um every time we're talking, we're already t- always talking about an issue that you are having with me or something that you want from me. All of that. Yep. But can we talk about something that's that we both are gonna benefit from? Right. We're talking about detangalization here. Is that a word? It can be. We create words. We're talking about detangling our our communication. How can we detangle it? We got to get into your heart first. Yeah. You know, so what is your motive behind communicating? Mm. You can't be selfish. You have to dwell with your spouse with understanding. With understanding. And you know, I love that the Bible even calls out the husbands a lot on this one now. When it comes to her. No, he does. He said, the Bible says, husbands, dwell with your wife with understanding. We was doing okay now. We was doing fine. We was doing fine. You know. The Bible says, not okay. Christina, husbands, dwell with your wife with an understanding because we can be a little complicated, okay? A lot complicated. <laughs> Talk about a little. Y'all, y'all are a little more we, simple. Women we can, can be, be a lot a little, complicated. We can be a little complicated because we're emotionally driven beings yeah. and a lot of times we're saying a lot of stuff yeah. and y'all don't really know how to comprehend it. So what you have to do is take a step back, stop trying to fix us and listen to us. Well, well, and that's so true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. But one thing <laughs> with men is that we process things a little differently. And when you give us so much to process... It's, it takes a little time for us to get it, you know. Because you have to listen, though. Okay. In order to is. process, okay. you have to listen. There we go. Come on, sisters. Are y'all feeling me? Let's out see. Here? Let's see what people are saying. I'm just. What are y'all well, saying? Well, first of all, my girl, um, Simplicia Smith. She said, "Kiss her." And Tracy, she said, "At least give her a little peck." You left me hanging back there. I did leave you, you hanging. You totally did. I did. Come here, baby. Nana, you. She said, "Kiss her." What? Well, what's up with that? I did leave her because yeah, the reason why I didn't want to kiss her at that moment, you know, because if I kiss her right now, <laughs> the way I feel, because my wife is so gorgeous to me, <laughs> if I kiss her right now, we'll have to black out this whole screen <laughs> because it' going to turn into something else. That's why, you know. All but of come that. on, come on, baby. All of that. Give me a little something here. But yeah. Y'all got my back on here. I love y'all so much. Y'all are so sweet. Tommy said, complicated is sometimes an understatement. All right, Tommy, don't run out. That's my homie. Don't run out, Tommy. West Coast in the house. Don't run out. Cali, I'm we're gonna move to Cali. That's we're gonna we're gonna move to Cali. But yeah, we can be a little complicated. And so it requires uh, you guys to just sit back for a second and listen. Yeah, yeah. You know, to cause a lot of times we're communicating our feelings. Yeah. We're communicating our heart. Yeah. And um, so it's not just what we're saying. Right. It's the heart behind the right. words. Right, right. And so when you don't listen to our words, right. we feel like you're not listening to our heart. And this is the part with a lot of men that we don't understand. We don't approach our wives 
with understanding in that aspect. Mm -hmm. We have to listen and not always try to be the fix-it men. Yes. Just listen. Sometimes your wives are not always wanting you to fix something. It's just that they have a lot on them and they need to express themselves verbally so they spew out everything on you. And it's not, they're not saying fix it. They're just saying, listen to just me. Just listen Let to me. Let me get it out. Yes, Let me get it out. So let me talk. have understanding of that part. So point three, we're going to keep it moving. That yeah. was understand. If you are just joining us, man, we are in a series called Untangled, Learning Healthy Communication in Marriage. Yeah. And today's topic is we're together but alone. Come on point now. Point one, we said you're too busy for me. Point two, we said you don't understand me. And now point three is where's your focus? Ooh. Where's your focus? Focus. In marriage, we will experience seasons of transitioning, seasons of changes. What happens when our focus shifts into a new season? Because like, because we start when you start off in marriage, your focus is the marriage. Mm -hmm. When you're newlyweds, your focus is the marriage. Mm -hmm. But what happens when uh, there could be maybe you moved to another state? Mm -hmm. Maybe you had a baby. A new baby. A new Ooh, child. That's a major transition. And a may maybe you <laughs> lost a job. Yep. Maybe you started a business yep. or a ministry. Yep. And then now your focus shifts yeah. from being on the marriage to yep. th those other things. Mm -hmm. And you, before long, you don't notice the subtle change. Yep. Subtle. Or the break in the communication. Mm -hmm. You don't notice it until there's like a problem. Yep. Yep. And that's what happened with us. That's exactly what happened with us. We went through a major transition. Talk about and it. And that thing knocked us on our butt. Like, for real. We wasn't ready for it. We didn't prepare for the transition. That's why I ain't got no butt. <sighs> huh? <laughs> that's your mom and your daddy fault, baby. I'm so sorry. But, um, yeah, so in marriage, we're going to go through transitions. We're going to go through some changes. And if we're not careful... It can cause us to lose sight of our marriage, the importance of our marriage. And yeah. so let's talk about for those who are, have just had a new baby. That's a beautiful, that's a miraculous experience, but it can shift the focus from the marriage to caring for the new baby. And if y'all have any existing children, so now definitely the wife's focus most of the time is all on the children. Yep. All on the children. And now the Ooh. husband is feeling deprived. Feeling the deprived. husband is feeling neglected and alone. The brother like, look, what is going on? And if he's not careful, if he's not careful to undergird himself, to get himself, making sure he's walking in the spirit, it, the babe. enemy will come right on in That's and it. allow this, what's supposed to be a, a good thing. That's it. He, it's intended to be a good thing. A baby is a good thing, but he'll use this as a door for to temptation. And it caused division. For temptation, And now yes. here, here goes the communication. Yes. Line. The communication line is all tangled. Yep. Now, now there goes the friendship is starting to spread, it yep. drift away. Yep. Because your focus is on something else. Mm -hmm. The focus has shifted. Mm hmm and that's this major. This is that's major right there. This happens to in a lot of marriages, you guys. And 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 I just want to give an example mm -hmm. of of us when you know I was in music and stuff like that. Lord, man, I, and I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> I've always been a, a musical beast. Let me just put that out there. All right, let me just put that, that out one. there. Watch him, watch but, him, watch him. But before I was focused, I was all in on the marriage. I was all in on us and growing and changing the marriage and being together and all yep, that kind of yep. stuff. But then I got into the music. 
And then, you know, I'm talking about hours in the studio, hours mm-hmm. writing music and 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 um that time that was spent in the studio was taken away from other time, other places. And I was very lonely. I would roll over yeah. at four o'clock in the morning, he's in the studio, and I'm like, Wow, you know, on a Friday night, like we can go out. Like we ha- we have time. Yeah. But he chose to use the time to to, you know, do that. Yeah. And I was just like, Wow, this is what we're doing, you know? And so the marriage took a hit. It did because yeah. honestly, I and I gotta share what my mindset was at that time. Mm-hmm. It was not on the map. I love my wife, but then it was not on the map. My focus was Oh, I got to do this. And it was it was not bad intentions. But it was good intentions because I, I wanted to chase my dreams so that my yeah. family my family could benefit from That's it. That's right. That's but then right. I was so focused in on it that I was neglecting my wife. I was mm. neglecting her. She was asking me, you know, when she would pick her little head around. I remember <laughs> you used to pick your little head around the corner. Are you almost done? I'm like, let's go, let's go out and do something tonight. He was like, babe, you know, right. I'm not right now. You know, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Yeah. And there's been times where I was that girl sitting in a movie theater by herself. <laughs> but but that was the past, baby. That was the past, baby. We have a new marriage now. That, that was the back in the you know, day. Now she leave me in the movie theater by myself. <laughs> It doesn't switch. That is not true. <laughs> no, we just playing. We just playing. But it's it's so serious though, because I I used to be so focused yes. and neglected her. Yes. And before long, some time went by, and then you find yourself sitting either at the dinner table or even in your bed, and you're like, "Who is this?" Who it's is hard. This it's hard to communicate mm-hmm. because you don't know that person no more. Yep, yep, yep. And let me tell y'all something. Those kids are gonna grow up. Them kids are going to get their own families. They're going to marry. They're going to move off to different places. And you and that husband will be there by yourself in that house, alone, lonely, neglected, deprived. Um, we were just talking to a couple the other day whose, um, whose parents just recently got a divorce after being married for 30 years. Ooh. 30 years they got a divorce. They waited till those kids grew up, got out of the house, and then they got a divorce. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So we have to prepare for the transitions in life yep. because the enemy love to use these, um, what is supposed to be good things. A, a new business is a good thing. A yep. new ministry, a new baby, yep. all of these things are good things. Yep. But if you're not, the Bible says, um, be not ignorant of Satan's devices. Yep. So all we're saying is you have to go in with your eyes open. You got to be wide be awake. Be wide awake. Come on. You got to be wide awake, yes. wide awake when you get into transition because yes. it can shift your focus. Yes. And it will shift your focus. It sure will. You yep. know, but during those times, you got to be intentional about sitting down. We're talking about communicating, making sure that the communication yeah. is flowing right. Yeah. Detangle your communication, all right? It, yeah. It's extremely important to share with your spouse your feelings of loneliness and take action immediately. So, That's right. So whenever you go through these times yeah. to where you're feeling neglected, mm-hmm. you're Tell feeling them. lonely, talk. it's okay to talk with yeah. them. You, you need to talk with them. That's right. But in the right atmosphere and communicate that with them. And um, actually, um, you know, work on that area of your marriage. And if they if they're not acceptable mm-hmm. of what you're saying, then it's time to get like a mediator mm-hmm. to actually talk with That's talk right. along with both of you mm-hmm. because it can turn into something dangerous if you do not focus on your marriage. That is it, you guys. So let me tell you something. Those children, they are a temporary assignment. 
a temporary assignment. We have a 13-year-old little daughter. Um, well, our kids are all teenagers right now, 13, 17, and 19. And the youngest is a girl. So she likes to tag along with us a lot of times when we're going places. And sometimes we have to say, look, babe, this is mommy and daddy night. You are not welcome. Great. You cannot come. <laughs> Go and do something. We, Go on we, now. We'll, we'll chill tomorrow, but... Friday nights is for mommy and daddy. Y'all have to have mommy and daddy time, yeah. regardless of what season you are in. You mm-hmm. have to be intentional. So, and so, wa- and so, go ahead. Yeah, and so just just to stick with the theme of the, the today's topic is just you have to um, detangle your communication by these three things. I'm gonna walk through them all again. Um, the first one is stop stop being too busy. If you find yourself too busy. Uh, with your spouse or you find your spouse is being too busy to communicate that with them um, because this will help to detangle your communication and your connection. Yep. yep Number yep. two is understanding. Um, you got to walk with your spouse with understanding. understanding. Stop. Yep. Don't be so selfish mm-hmm. and don't let the conversation be about me and what mm-hmm. I can do, yep. what I can get from you. Mm-hmm. you know, if they're going through something, maybe they're being a little reserved, find out, probe a little bit about yep. why they're being reserved. Yep, yep, and then yep. number three is, you know, where's your focus? Where's your focus? Get back in focus. Get back in focus. In time of transition, you may lose your focus mm-hmm. after the marriage, but, you know, be aware of that. And once yeah. you find that out, yeah. shift your focus back on your marriage and be intentional look at that you know so in other words you guys watch out for the transitions be on high alert don't get too busy sit down and try to understand your spouse and make sure you stay in focus the enemy would love to turn what is intended to be a good season into an opportunity to turn your hearts away from one another come on now okay Don't allow the enemy to come in and separate what God has joined together. Be intentional. Sit down every single day and look your spouse in their eyes. Have a actual conversation with your spouse outside of text messages. Come on, man. Outside of a text message. Talk. Talk to your spouse. And so, man, look, (laughs) this was the topic for the day. Um, And so... Uh, next, we're going to get into some practical steps on how to effectively communicate some things that we've learned by failing, failing in a whole lot of areas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm. We went through some throwdown communication issues, you know, but we learned by doing research and we learned by our mistakes. And now our communication, the way we speak to each other is like second to none. Yeah. Just totally yeah. never. So we want to share some of our skills and techniques yep. with y'all. Uh, but y'all got to stay tuned. Y'all got to keep up with us, all right? Yep. And if you hadn't already liked our page, like our page now. But right now, we are getting into question and answers. Time to ask. Married for, for real. real. Let's do it. Let's do it. What questions y'all got? What, what y'all got for y'all us today? Got? What kind of questions y'all have for us today, y'all? Yeah, and so while y'all are putting in y'all questions, I just want to acknowledge some more people that we have in here today. Uh, Tamara Gras, she said, y'all are preaching today. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> I think that's Let. Okay, girl, let me see how you got this here. Latissima. Girl, I hope I did that right. Latissima. She said communication is key. You got to listen. You got to listen. All right. Kevin Keys, he said guilty and ouch. Ooh, Ooh listen, just, bro. Just make the changes. That's it. Ouch. Woo-wee. Y'all, make sure y'all go back through the message. If you hadn't seen this, 
Go back through it, look at it, man. Take down some notes, because that's the reason why we put the points up. Yeah. And we want y'all to apply it to your marriage, definitely. Um, I see a lot of y'all are also talking about um, caring for parents. You know, there could be a season where, um, what about when it's time for you to care for your parents? You know, yeah. you're getting up in age and yeah. your parents are getting older. Yeah. And that can put a burden on the marriage, too. You that's see what, what I'm That's saying? one of the things that caused your focus to shift. <laughs> yep. That's a you new know? season. That's a you new know? season in your life. And we go through these seasons of life. So what we're saying is that you just got to be intentional about what you do with your time. Because remember, your time is your life. That part. So if you have a season where you have to shift your focus a little bit on something else, yeah, make sure that the main priority is your marriage. That so part. you come to an <laughs> understanding that, hey, because our marriage is first, but babe, we listen, is it okay? I, I need to do this. Yeah. But I promise that on this day or during this time, mm. me and you going to connect. That's right. And keep your Keep word. your commitments. Keep your commitments. That's it. I love that. And so do not make the mistake of thinking things will get back to normal on its own. Yeah. Do not push autopilot. Yep. Do not put your marriage on autopilot. I, I had to tell somebody that just yesterday, um, been ministering. I said, listen, listen <laughs> you won't have your marriage. A healthy marriage takes work. Yep. You're going to have to really put in work. You're going to have to be intentional. Yep. It's not going to just happen on its own. Yep. All right. Yep. So what else y'all got in here? We got Brittany Hamilton. She said, I write notes every time I watch y'all. Girl, I love you. You are. And I see you even post the notes sometimes when you share the video. God bless you for doing that. Thank you. you. Br Brittany, look, keep up with us. We might have to, we might have to send you something for free, girl. Yes. That is, that's a great idea. We're going to, we're going to holler at you, Brittany. Um, Send up your um shirt size. What's your shirt shirt size? Yes, inbox us. Inbox us. Gregory Fields. He says, uh, we have a difficult time finding babysitters. Oh, we we was in that season, so it makes it difficult to go out on dates. Mm -hmm. You're gonna have to find something to do around the house. Get out some board games. Date. All dates really mean is putting a date on the calendar. Time. Putting time on the calendar mm. that is undivided. This is our time. This is our time. That's all dates mean. Some people think a date is going to a five-star restaurant Come or on, traveling across the globe. Come on. A date is just, it's I want to spend time with you, so this is my time with you. That's, That's all it. a date really is. That's it. it. You know? And so, we were there, man. We didn't have babysitters. Uh, we had, whew, our kids are like two and a half years apart. Th almost three years apart and so it was really difficult the first 10 years of our life because we came in to our marriage the yep. first 10 years of our marriage um when we first got married our son was seven months old yep. then two years later we had another child yep. and then three years later we had another child so <laughs> it was hard it for was us like to go a on whirlwind. dates. It was like a whirlwind. Outside we, the house. We, it was hard to have time, but, you know, we managed it by being intentional. We we do enjoyed we do. enjoyed the little things, yep. even in the house, even walking on the park. Yes, We just enjoyed that time, <laughs> you know. It's about just placing that time in your life. So I got one here. I guess, uh, what's that, Fenice? How do you communicate with a spouse that has a narcissistic trait? Um, the conversation is always about them or pointing the finger at you. Um, this, this is a major problem in marriage. This is a major problem in marriage. And, um, when you have a spouse that is just straight up narcissistic and they, it, everything is about them, 
it's it's a spirit. That part. It's a spirit. Yeah. And, and sometimes <clears throat> there, there ain't nothing really that you can do about it. Yeah. You're going to have to go to the Father mm. and deal with the spirit in prayer because the Bible said that we wrestle not but with flesh and blood. That's right. But with principalities and powers, spiritual wickedness in high, high places. places. Yep. So when you when you're communicating with your spouse and it seems like they they don't want to hear you, it's all yeah. about them and stuff. Yeah. You, you, that's that's something that you can't deal with in the natural. That part. You got to love them. You continue to do your part. That's all. You, you continue can do. to love them and to treat them the way God would want you to treat them. Yes. But you got to go to God in prayer. And allow the Holy Spirit to deal with them. I love that. There, there ain't no you can't change that that trait within them. It's yeah, a you can't thing. fight fire with fire. You understand? The Bible says in the last days, people will be lovers of themselves. Lovers of themselves. That's what this whole selfie thing is about. Look at me. Look at self. Look at myself. Look at me. Yep. Everybody wants everybody to look at them. Yep. You understand? So you're gonna have to. Love them with the agape love of God. Let me tell you something. Yep. God's way always works. Always works. You have no control over another person's soul. But what you can do to, is love the hell right on out of them. Yep. Flat out. All right. So, Ebony Mason, this is lovely. I needed this. Wow. Jeremy Smith, he said, take them kids with you. <laughs> Listen, you got to do what you got to do. There were some times where... It was, it was, it wasn't so much you and I, it was more family. When our kids were smaller, yep. we did more family activities. We didn't yeah. have a lot of one-on-ones yeah, that's true. outside of when the kids were down for a nap yeah. or when they were sleeping at night, we we had to wait to connect yeah. late at night. Right. Um, but that's just a season. It's Mar- just a season. Your marriage will go, it will get better. It goes through seasons. It goes through seasons. And that's the thing you got to realize in marriage. It goes through seasons. So... And, and this thing of communication, you got to find out different ways to communicate when these seasons arrive in your marriage. Mm. Communicate other ways. Get together other ways. But make sure that the communication is not broken between you two. Because that's when, mm. once the communication is broken, once your wires are crossed, yeah. then that's when the relationship begins to go down. Look at that. You know, the, the solidity of the relationship begins to go down. Because now... You know, I'm not connecting with you now. Mm. And the way that you stay connected and the way that you stay on one accord is through communicating. Mm. The first thing that uh, the military does, if they want to win a battle, they, they try to take down the lines of communication. Cut the lines of Cut communication. Cut the lines. So now yep. I, can't, I can't communicate with my comrades. Yeah. They don't know what I'm about to do. Look at They it. don't know the strategy. We can't move as a unit no more mm. when the communication is uh, messed up. And that's the, that's the way it is in marriage. Once your communication is messed up, then you can't move on one accord. So even when these situations come in where seasons change, yep. as long as that communication is strong, yep. 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 you can get together and say, okay, we have kids or we have this challenge over here. Yep. How are we together going to deal with this together? I love you it. You communicate and you, you get through it together. Look at that. Uh, Tamara Gras, she said, try to take a sick day from work and spend time together while the kids are in school. I know for me, when I, um, my job, when the kids were small in that season, I had all kinds of days. I had personal days, vacation days, sick days, and I would take a personal day or you can take a couple of hours off or something like that and we would go to lunch. Yep. Um, I would take a couple of days and get off early on a Friday or something like that yep. and um, and we would so you know just be creative and, and use what you got 
But the whole purpose is is make sure it's in your mind. That's it. To be intentional. That's Don't it. just say, oh, whenever this season is over, you know, whenever we can spend time, we spend time. Yeah. Do not do that. Yeah. You, do you, not do when that. When you do that, then it's a possibility that you'll never get to that time. So you got to be intentional. So now I, I see Phoenix um, say, how do you get your spouse to understand you need quality time with them without the kids? It's simply what we're talking about. Just communicate that with them. Um, and, I, and I know, you know, sometimes you might have this spouse that somehow just can't do without the kids. That every time we go out, we got to have the kids with us or whatnot. You know, just just in love, sit them down with love. And explain to them your heart that, yeah. you know, I really, look, I appreciate being with the kids. I love mm. the kids. I love being with the kids also. But I just, I really think it would be more meaningful if at times we can just be me and you. And I know that was a challenge for that, us. Because ooh, I would always want to take the kids with, with, with us everywhere. And what my husband was saying is, I want you, I need, I want you to be my friend. Yeah. Men need their wife to be their friend. Yeah. Okay. So we have to, cause we're more maternal and you want to nurture and all of this, but you have to turn that off Yeah. and focus on your husband. Yeah. For real, because they need that. Tracy Logan, man, you, you girl, this is what's up. She said, look, one thing that Christina and Latroy has taught me is to accentuate the positive instead of continually battling over the negative. My husband needed to be built up and felt appreciated. Believe me, it works. I started giving positive feedback on what I do, like instead of harping on what I don't like. Wow. Immediately, he started doing the positive stuff more often. And I can tell he's so proud of me. I do the same. Girl, I was just telling... Hey, I'm taking a screenshot of that. I can't... That's That really blessed, blessed me because... I had to learn that. Yeah. If you're constantly telling your husband and wives, listen, don't be a nagging wife. The Bible talks a lot in the book of Proverbs about a nagging wife. Yeah. The Bible says that brother would rather sit on the roof yeah. than to sit in a house with a nagging wife. If all you tell him is what he's not doing, yeah. he's not going to want to be around you. He's yeah. not going to want to be home. Yeah. So what you're going to have to do is even if you don't even feel feel like doing it yeah by faith be intentional about saying things that you appreciate yes. baby yeah thank you for going to work today for our family yeah. i yeah. know you're tired yeah. i know it's wear wearing you down mm-hmm. and i know you don't feel like it but i just want you to know that the sacrifices that you make for this family does not go unnoticed mm-hmm. You mean a lot to this family, mm-hmm. and I value you. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Look him in his eyes yeah. on a daily basis and and make sure Build that man feels empowered. Yeah. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? That was go- so good, Thank baby. you, Tracy. That God bless so you, sis. Uh, I had one. Uh, Richard. Richard said, my wife would like me to move for a little while. Should I give her this time? Um, see, we don't know the situation. We don't know why she wants you to move. There's a lot of details that we need yeah, to We don't know why she wants you to move, but if it's just something that where y'all ain't getting along, then I would say definitely try to get a mediator before y'all want to separate mm-hmm. because separation is exactly what it says. You are de- you, you're splitting yourself apart. Remember, marriage is supposed to be two people coming together as one. Wow. And when you separate, mm. there's going to be a lot of pain. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of things. And, and 
quite frankly, y'all might begin to like that being separated when, when God hates divorce. So, you know, no, work it out together as much as you can get a mediator, um, search your heart, make sure that you are loving each other the way that you're supposed to love each other. But um, I would I would definitely say if it ain't in a toxic situation, yeah, then no, 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 no. Don't separate. Get a mediator first. Yeah, the only time we really recommend separation is if there is um, physical abuse yeah. going on in the house or if that person just is a cheater and just won't stop cheating. Right. You see what I'm saying? Um, those, but anything outside of that, honestly... You can work that out. You can work it out under the same roof. So just, um, but mediation is important. You have to have somebody in that can see the blind spots. I like that Cynthia and um, Levon said, what about nagging husbands? <laughs> you know, I was, re you know, when I was reading those scriptures and Proverbs, I was wondering why God was trying to call us out like that. Like, what's up with the men? Like, they don't men, nag. Men don't men, nag. Well, maybe it's another word or something because sometimes I felt like you, you. Okay, that's it. Well, I'm well, done. well, no, no, no. Maybe I'm done. That's it. It's a different. It's word. over. It's a different word. You know what I okay. consider nagging? What's that? What I what I look at as nagging is when I'm trying to convey my feelings right. or I'm trying to speak to you. Right. Um, and you would in the past you would try to um, fix me or you would cut me okay. off or you. you would try to make your point. And you go on and on and on. <laughs> I guess that's sort of what you mean, woman. But I don't, I don't. What do God mean by nagging? I, I don't know. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know what that looks like. But it's in the it's in the Bible it's for a Bible. reason. It's in the Bible. <laughs> All right. So what else y'all got out here? Okay, jo Jocelyn. I think Jocelyn Jones. How do you recover? your marriage through a traumatic experience of infidelity, where do you start when the trust is so broken? Ooh. Yeah. Can I, can I, you, you want to? Got it. The first thing, I'm going to just share what we did first. And let me, this is an answer for, I guess this can go with Chi Crosby. Yeah. He said, I cheated and I'm trying to fix it. How do I do that? So this can sort of go with answering Both Jocelyn and Chi's question. Okay. So what we did first, because we went through this situation, infidelity, all right? What we had to do, we had to make a lot of changes, number one, with um, the outside communication, number one, shut down communication with the the person that was involved in the, the, the incident, number one. And then the first thing we did was take our relationship to God. All of that. The first All thing, the, if once we decided, we had to decide whether or not we wanted the marriage or not. Mm. Once we said that we wanted the marriage, we took our relationship to God and we took, we did a fast. We did a mm. seven day fast where we just laid before God. And, but it was, it was in a season where we were fortunate because we were home together all day together. So we know some people's situation are totally different. But we, we laid before God and we sought God for like years. Really, to tell you the truth. It took time, It took time. It takes time. But we sought God for years, but we were together. We started praying together even more. We, we, we were, were together. But the person who committed the infidelity, you got to pursue your spouse like never before. The pursuit has to be real. The pursuit has to be felt. 
It has to be seen. There has to be a, a, a noticeable change in yeah. your heart. Come on. Because adultery is in the heart. Yeah. And there are signs of somebody that's committing adultery and that's about to commit adultery. Yep. Your spouse can tell whether or not your heart is in the marriage or not. Before you even commit. Before you commit the adultery. <laughs> so there has to be a drastic, a dramatic change. Yes. You got to be pursuing your spouse like never before. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there has to be a heart change within you. And I want you to add to that. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, I, I like that you said traumatic experience because that's exactly what it is, Jocelyn. It is like death. I was totally wrecked on the inside, broken into a lot of pieces. And it took a supernatural intervention. Like God had to literally come down and do something within my soul. I went through um, panic attacks, nervous, nervousness, um, shaking spells. Like it, it showed on the outside, the brokenness on the inside started to show on the outside. Yep. And so when it came to the marriage being restored, I think right after the infidelity, the two individuals first have to work on themselves. Yeah. Before the marriage could ever really get back to a healthy place, yeah. the two individuals have to work on getting their souls back yeah. into a healthy place. Because the Bible states, I wish above all that thou mayest prosper and be in health Help. even as your soul, soul prospers. prospers. So the two individuals, Latroy and I, had to work on our individual soul. Latroy started to pursue God yeah. like never before. Because one thing I told you, babe, I said, the only reason why infidelity would have even happened yep. is because you must not have been in alignment with God. That's it. You understand? So you started to pursue God. You, I saw your, the, the drastic change that I saw was your relationship with God first. Yeah. That's the change that I noticed first in him. Mm -hmm. And then our marriage started to get back yeah. on one accord. But And, and I want to also add, thank you so much for that, babe. I want to add this too. What helped us was also we had somebody to walk with us. Mediation is very important you, in you going gotta, through infidelity. And for those of y'all that don't know, we do um, mentorship. Yes. And we also do sessions. Yes. Um, our schedule is so busy right now, and mm. we, we're going to be freed up real soon, y'all. We're going to be freed up real yeah, soon. We're booked. But we're booked up. But if you can find a spot online, you know, find a spot. But we do um, marriage mentorship, and we also do one-on-one -on -one sessions. So if you need somebody to walk with you in your marriage, or just, if you just need, like, us to speak with you one-on-one, -on -one, we do online, and we can talk to you face-to-face. And um, we, we help you to move move your marriage in the right direction through the power of God. Yeah, because the person who's the victim of infidelity, that person is going to go through um, triggers. And that person is going to go through anger spells and, and rage and emotional disturbances. You understand what I'm saying? And the person who committed the infidelity, they're not going to really know how to deal with that. And yep. in a lot of cases, the person gets upset. Yep. How the nerve of you to get upset because I'm angry at something you did to me. Yep. So that's why you need mediation because you need somebody looking and say, hold up. Hold now. up <laughs> well, we, what you don't need to do is act like that. You need to be empathetic. You need to be sympathetic to this situation. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, it's so much we can tell you guys about that. That's why we do um, mentorship um, for couples that go through infidelity. Somebody, Laura said, how do your kids 
come back from infidelity? Oh, that is so good. Man, what a good question. That's a good question. Um, the one thing I can explain our situation because I if if I never wanted our kids to even know anything about our personal situation, but they did because it was so dramatic. It 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 just unfolded in the house. It was just chaos in the house. But uh, how what happened was I had to repent. I had to repent to the kids. Yeah. I had to be real and own up to what I did. That number part, one. Yeah. And, and I said, hey, I, it was a bad thing that I did. And this shows that your parents are also imperfect. Mm. But I had to apologize. Mm -hmm. And I had to um, just, you know, really, I had to make it up to them. Through time, I had to really just um, nurture, re redevelop that relationship and trust with them. Mm. Because they were reserved. Mm -hmm. After everything, because you know your parents are like heroes. You like heroes. Yeah, yeah. You're heroes to your kids. Yeah. And they don't expect any of that coming out of you. You know, because mm -hmm. you're you're the examples. Mm -hmm. And so, but you gotta you got to stand up. You can't you can't be defeated. Mm -hmm. You gotta you know stand up as the leader of the house. Yes. Yes. And show them that hey, we made mistake, made a mistake, but this is what leaders do. Wow. We, we face up to, we own our, up to our mistake, but we change the situation, mm. you know, by being consistent from this point on, you will never see that happening again. And I love that. And that's why we often tell, um, for people who go, who committed infidelity, we often reference them to the scripture in Psalms 51. So for Chi Crosby, um, you said you committed infidelity, the heart of David, when David prayed, that prayer in Psalms 51 after he committed adultery with Bathsheba and had her husband killed, murdered her husband. He went to God and said, God, only you have I committed this sin. I sinned against you, God, but create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit on the inside of me. That's why God said he was a man after my own heart because his heart was to please God. Yep. Yes, I'm imperfect. I made a mistake, God. But you know what? I want to be better. Yep. I want to be a better me. Yep. And that's what you did for the children. And that's what you did for me. Mm. And we started to see the new you. Mm. The new you was evident. The kids, we talked. They talked to me and all of that. Mm. And they see that you're different. And mm. I see that you're different. Mm. And that's what real change looks like. Mm. Your closest people to you should be able to see that something's different. Mm. You see what I'm Ooh, saying? Glory to God. Yeah. All right. So, um, man, Erica, man. Uh, she said, is it normal to expect consistent growth? Normal to expect consistent growth. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's normal to expect it. But that if that don't mean that there's gonna be consistent growth. <laughs> you know, you should expect growth Definitely, all the time. Yes. Always expect your marriage to change. To, Even in better. yourself. Even in yourself. Yeah. Always expect growth. But you know, we we are people who are trying to become like Jesus. Yeah. We're trying to become become perfect. Working and, progress. In, in some areas, like it, it might be easy for me. It might be easy for me to give up um, strawberry cake. Yeah, I like strawberry cake. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's but that's that was a little easy for me to give up. Uh -huh. But now when you put a chocolate cake in, or a cheesecake in front of me, and you tell me to give that up. Now that's a different story. That's a different story. And I'm gonna it's, go even it's, deeper. It's gonna take a little longer for me to get rid of that. So this is how you gotta look at your soul and your marriage. That there's maybe some things that you gotta give a little bit more time and have a little bit more patience before you can 
get that to the next level. So when I was 15 years old and we were sitting in the car and we were smoking weed, right? Ooh. This we, We're going to take y'all way back. We're going <laughs> to open up the door of transparency even more for you guys. Yeah. We were dating at the time and God was calling the Troy and God was just, you know, coming after him. And I didn't grow up in the church. And so I didn't know what it looked like to really accept Christ. Right. And so at the time we were just smoking weed and drinking. And LaTroy was like, look, I can't keep doing this. I'm going to have to give this up because God is calling me. Well, it was easy for us to give up the weed and give up the drinking. Yep. That day, that's good. We threw the weed away. We the threw the beer away. We was drinking and we never looked back. Yep. That was 20 plus years ago. But we had a challenge with sex. <laughs> the freaky freak. Yeah, we had a challenge with sex. And a year later, I got pregnant at 16. So we now that, that was a problem. So see, you see what I'm saying? Everybody struggled. <laughs> that was a problem, y'all. So, you know, when we talk about growth. Yeah. It, it looks different to a lot of people. The time frame looks different. Yep. And so God says it's better to marry than to burn. Yeah. So we was like, okay, we, we want to please God. Yeah. I got pregnant. Then four months into my pregnancy, he proposed to me and he married me. You yep. know what I'm saying? But the, the whole purpose behind that is because we wanted to please God. So, yep. Yep. Man, so, well, y'all, I think we ready this, to this pray. Was, this Are we was done? So, yeah, this was, this was so good, man. We, yeah, we yeah. definitely appreciate y'all. And for those of y'all that are still on, we would like for y'all to stay because it's prayer time. It's prayer time, guys. It Come is on. prayer time. There's power in numbers. Y'all, please stay on. It's only like maybe two minutes. We're going to pray. If y'all got any prayer requests for your marriage, pray, prayer requests for your family, for put anything, it in here. let us see. Put it in here. And um, we want to definitely go to God, go to the Father. And allow the Father to change our situations. Yeah. And, and, you know, because God hears our prayers. He does. He, he, does. he hears our prayers. And that's that's what he wants what, what He wants us to do when we come across any situation, yeah. any circumstance. Yeah. Or even in the in the good times. God just wants you to communicate with him. Mm. See? Oh, that's the key. That's revelation. Woo. See, in order to build or grow in the communication with your spouse, first make sure that your communication with God is up to par. Hallelujah. The you vertical relationship always impacts the horizontal relationship. Come on now. Always. Come on now. That's you got to make sure that communication with God yeah. is is solid first. You Look know what I'm saying? This. So stay mm. with us right now just 2 minutes. Y'all put mm. your prayers prayers in. Yeah, so we want to pray that God would draw your hearts closer to one another. That God would bring reconciliation between marriages and God yeah. first, right? We, we want to make sure that the, the whole household is connected with their communication with God. Yep. So let's, let's pray that we, the lines of communication with the father right. would open up more in the That's household, good. even when it comes to the children, that My everybody's God. actually has a language of prayer, mm. a language of praise, a language of worship That's good right there. in the household. That's good. Because I really believe, I know it did for us, babe. Mm. When we got our relationship yeah, right with God, man. we got back in place. Whew. It changed our there was marriage. A noticeable change. Even in our children's and life. I'm telling you, everything started to flow. Yeah. Once we got our relationship and our communication with God together. So that's what we're gonna pray for. Mm. We we're gonna call some of y'all out, but that's the main thing that we're gonna pray for right now. Um mm. we see you, uh Chi. Um Chi. We see you, Ebony. 
Hallelujah. See, Eureka, we see you. We see yes, you. Alexis, yes. we see y'all. Sarah Newman, we Father see God, you. Father God, we lift their name up right now. Sarah, we see you. LaShawn, yes. we see y'all. Uh, Brooks, we see mm. y'all right now in the name of in Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Uh, we God. see y'all. Cardell, we see you. Cordell, mm. we see you right now in Sharice the name Braxton, of Jesus. Pray for my marriage uh, growth. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're praying for growth right now. We're praying that there's some couples that are separated. They're praying that they would get back together. Yes. Um, they want peace and prosperity. Yes. Um, yeah, we're going to pray for all of this today. Yes. Communication, frustration, distance, lack of yes. understanding. All right. And business, we started causing more stress. Okay. Yes. I see you, Sarah. Pray for healing and restoration of my marriage and my husband to come back home. Yes. Cordell Douglas. Absolutely, sis. Hallelujah. Okay, so... <clears throat> Amen. Kathy, amen. Kathy, we see you. We see you, sis. Pray for your marriage you. right yes. now in the name of Jean. Yes. And y'all just coming to agreement with us, Jean. Jean, what's that, Jean? Yes. Jean, we see you, Nate. Yes, and we want to all pray for one another. Matt. Yes, we see you, sis. Jocelyn. Jocelyn, we got you. We see you, Jocelyn Jones. So, Father, Father God. God. Mm. Go ahead, babe. We just thank you. Yes. We do. We really appreciate you, God, for just choosing us as your vessels. That you might speak through our mouth, Lord God, yes. throughout the airwaves so that we can preach the gospel of the kingdom. Yes. Marriage is a God thing. Marriage was in your mindset way back in Genesis. Yes. You are the author and the creator of marriage. Yes. And Father God, I just pray that marriages all over the world will right get that now, revelation. They will get that revelation that a threefold cord is it's not, not easily broken. broken. Help them, Lord God, to get a revelation that they cannot do marriage right now, without you. Hey, glory. It's impossible to do marriage without you when yes, you Father. created it. So help us to draw closer to you yes, Lord. so that we might get wisdom yes, and Lord. understanding yes, as Lord. it relates to your will yes, for Lord. our marriage. Help us, oh God, to run into your presence more, just to wait in your presence so that we might be filled with your peace, yes. your love, and your joy. And then guess what, Lord? We'll be able to give the residue and give yes. the overflow yes. of that love, that peace, and that joy to our husbands and our wives and yes. our children. Because ultimately, Lord God, when the family gets back in alignment, yes, right we can win the city. Yes. We can win the community. Yes. We can win the world. Yes. So I pray right now, God, that this message that went forth today will travel throughout the airwaves and it right will now. touch right now every, touch, touch the heart. Touch every heart right now, God. Let it fall on good ground, God, yes, so God. that they'll be able to do a self-examination and say, you know what? I got to get myself together. Yes. I got to get my lines of communication open with you yes. so that we can have peace in our marriage, yes, so that we can have prosperity in our marriage, so that the couples now that are separated, they can get back together yes. because as they reconcile with you, they can reconcile their marriage. Yes. So I'm praying for marriages all over the world to get reconciled with you. Yes, Lord. Draw the hearts back to you. You said in your word, God, that by loving kindness, you've drawn us to yes. repentance. Yes, Lord. So I pray that every husband and wife that heard this message today, they will make a change in their mindset. Yes. And they will turn away from anything that is hindering their relationship with you. In the name of Jesus. Some things are a sin yes. and some things are just a weight. Yes. It's things that's just no good for them. Yes. So I pray, God, that they will turn away from the sin and the weight yes. that is keeping them from you. 
and that is keeping their hearts away from their spouse. Search us, oh God. Mm. Try our hearts. Mm. Test our hearts today, Lord God. And I pray that as you reveal the things that we need to change, that we will be humble enough and willing enough and obedient enough to make the necessary changes. Because ultimately, Lord God, our desire is to please you. Yes. If we can please you, then we know that all things will work together for our good. Do a work right now in marriages, Lord God. Touch every marriage right now that's crying out for help, Lord God. Yes. Give them a unique word. Give them right a right now, now word. Right now. Show them specifically yes. what they need to do to get their marriage back in yes, order. Because your word says, as for me and my house, we will serve the true and living God. Yes. So t show them. Show them right now. Give them the wisdom to get their house back in order. Yes. This is what our prayer is today, Lord God. Let it not be by might or by power, but by the spirit by of the spirit. living God. Do it, Lord God, for your namesake. Do it right now for the kingdom of God. Yes. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank y'all once again for um, joining Mary For Real. Um, as y'all know, right now, we used to come on Fridays, but now we are every... We're trying to make it Saturday, all right? But we guarantee you that there's mm. going to be something every week. Mm. Every week we're going to come because we, we just can't help it. We just love doing this. Yeah, our schedule's not now. We're getting booked to do a lot of additional things, and so we're trying to figure this schedule thing out, but we will definitely pop in once a Glory week. But right now we're hoping that it'll be on Saturdays at noon. Next Saturday um, we're doing... Uh, we're hosting for an event here in Atlanta, so um, like a pre-service yeah. um, type hosting event that we're doing. Um, so we won't go live next Saturday because of that. Yeah. However, we're, we're trying have... to find a day next week that we can pop in and go live so that yeah. we can continue the series yeah. of Untangled, Learning Healthy Communication in Marriage. But you're definitely going to see us yeah. once a week. And we, we also want y'all to get more into our life. Yes. So we're going to do a whole lot more lives, maybe be out and about uh, to show y'all some things that we do because we, we have a busy life and we want to connect with y'all even more. Yeah. So for those of y'all that are following, we want to get to know y'all as y'all get to know us. Mm -hmm. So um, just, just follow along with us and uh, because some some crazy things yeah. are about to happen into all of our lives. Yeah, yeah. You know, because as we get closer to God, it's inevitable yeah. that there's going to be increase in our lives. Yes. I'm talking about internally in your spirit yes. and in the things that surround you. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It's yes. going to change for the better and for the good. Amen. So um, y'all just keep on following us and uh, i think that's about it right babe that is what we have don't forget to share this video um if you are new to our page don't forget to like the facebook page so that you can get notified yep. when we whenever we pop on all right y'all got to get that notification so don't forget to actually like the facebook page okay yep. and also um podcast we, yes, we got a podcast yes, now yes. go to our podcast you can check out some stuff we might do some we're gonna do some different things there that you won't see on facebook and on youtube but um, we're going to put it on podcast. So um, follow us on podcast also and on YouTube. If you have a YouTube page, you got access. If you don't, get YouTube and follow us there. So we're we trying to make ourselves available in every platform. Yeah, and also yeah. Instagram. Instagram also. Yeah, follow us there. We're going to be giving more access to our yeah. life. We're, we're just trying to 
God is, uh, we're going through a transition actually ourselves. And so, um, we're going to bring y'all along the journey with us. Yep. Um, it's good, great things. Um, yep. so y'all keep us in prayer as well. We need yep. y'all to join with us too, cause we're on the front line and yep. we would greatly appreciate Pray. you guys praying for, Pray us, for us also, please. Yep. All right, guys. So, so we thank y'all and y'all remember, man, remember as you take these messages and apply it to your life, you too can say, through it all. We still win.